Hey, everybody. Welcome to Mark's Minute number seven. This is the bi-weekly quick kit, K-I-T, equipping you with knowledge for your head, inspiration for your heart, and tools for your hands. It is October 14th, 2023. We're going to jump right in. The feature focus this issue I'm very excited about. I have another interview for you. My special guest, Lindsay, joins me to continue our podcast series on voice. How are young adults finding their voice? How has the school system and church affected that journey? And does God have a voice? We get another perspective on these kinds of questions from Lindsay. Lindsay's interview is actually divided into two parts on the podcast. However, the entire interview can be viewed on YouTube as one complete interview. Part two of the audio interview for the podcast will be released soon. So there are links here in the issue for you to find part one and the YouTube video as well. Hope you enjoy it. And remember to like the episode or send me some feedback. That's our feature focus. Now we're moving on to the keep it simple strategy. Each issue has one of these. If you are meeting with friends in small groups or just working on your own faith journey, then check out this week's simple and reproducible practice tip that you can try anytime. Remember, you can always find more free materials at Grace in Motion. That's at www.gimsimple.net. Today's strategy is the bye-bye blessing. Yes, you can definitely, certainly come up with a less cheesy name if you want. But the simple point with this practice is to close out any meeting or gathering with a chance for people to voice out loud how they were blessed, encouraged, challenged, or inspired by another person in the gathering. Examples could be uh, very simple statements like, I was really moved by Hannah's story. Thanks for sharing that. Or, I appreciate the question Simon asked about such and such. It made me think that I might not be crazy because I've been confused by the same thing. It could be as simple as saying, I learned something new from Caitlin. Or, thanks Josh for praying for me earlier. Very simple. As with all of these strategies, we want to reinforce the reproducibility of any of these practices to show that it is the body of Christ with all of its members at work to produce growth and health. People can often underestimate their impact on others. And this bye-bye blessing, or you come up with a better name for it, to just take a brief moment before everyone scatters can help ordinary people like you and me realize that we are making a difference. It is one more small way to counter the mindset that you have to be a professional theologian or clergy to be able to share profound spiritual insights because that's just not true. For our recommended resource, the next part of this uh, newsletter, with the terrible events unfolding in the Middle East, I am reminded this week of the work of Carl Madaris. Instead of sharing one recommended resource, I invite you to check out any of the books, articles, or video courses offered on his website. And so I have a link to it there in the newsletter. And I'm just going to leave it at that for this issue. Okay, we're to the What's Up segment. And I mentioned in one of the previous issues about prayers for everyday life, just um, kind of um, a goofy, not necessarily goofy, I shouldn't say that, just a way uh, that I will share some things in a more like poetic form, I guess you could say. And so there was recently legislation about chaplaincy that I've written about, chaplaincy and education already. And so this one is about the chaplaincy bill, and then it goes on to some other things. And so I'm just going to go ahead and and do it right now. I'm just going to throw this out there for you right now. Take it or leave it. Uh, Here we go. 
I understand it may not have been the purest motives that brought a bill to the floor, a bill introduced to allow chaplains to come into our schools with hope to restore. But the House and the Senate argued their points and cast their votes. And sure enough, it went to the governor and on it, his signature, he wrote. So now in Texas, it is the law of the land. If a school wants to have a chaplain, it can. No mandate that all must worship the Lord, if and how chaplaincy looks, is up to every school board. No doubt about it, special interests factored into the mix. This won't be a quick fix. But some good could still come out of this, despite political theatrics. Let's see now if we can shift the debate. I don't think this can wait. There's already too much focus on the separation of church and state. Why not move to a preoccupation of love to overcome the hate? Think of a better world for our children that we could create. So chaplains, volunteer or paid, especially those who are professing Christ, let me give you this piece of advice. There is a way to screw this up and not do it right. It would be to push your way in and persuade others to believe like you do using all of your might. Because if we could understand how this works, then we could stop being jerks. Oh, you've got a verse? Well, I've got a verse too. Let the truth of Romans 2-4 burst through. I could spend all day going back and forth with you, but doing all that makes both of us liable for the damage done to people, and it's not even how we're supposed to be using the Bible. Why in the world do I take more pride in treating my brother or sister like a rival? Have I not seen how I exchange the truth of God for always being right as my idol? Hear me out on this. I have an idea of how this could work well. As long as no one comes in preaching, everyone's going to hell. I want to avoid a collision because someone forced their religion on us. No telling other people what to do, just being nice. That's how you represent Christ and get people to think twice. There's no law against the fruit of the Spirit. Everyone wants to see it and hear it. To put it out there on display and make sure your actions match what you say, because that's how this game needs to be played. Play love, joy, and peace on your next role, along with faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. In the end, we already know the formula that Jesus gave us. The simplicity of his grace is the power that can save us. And he showed how it manifests in everyday life, whether I'm at work or at home with my wife. The answer is the same no matter the strife, when even in my back I feel the blade of a knife. The solution, we know how transformation will find us. God's goodness, patience, and kindness. That is the cure for our spiritual blindness. It's everyday life, and we need you today. So I'm asking in your own special way. Please show us how to see your face and rest in your grace right here, right now, in this place. Be our guide, our ever-present friend. Give us hope to mend it all in the end. All right, that's this one's uh, prayer for everyday life. Now, Wrapping up our final segment of the newsletter, Superhero Support. You can use your superpowers to serve and bless others while supporting the work of Closer Than You Think. The quick and easy thing to do is subscribe or share. But there are other ideas such as writing a guest post. Contact me in the comments and have your own writing featured in a future post. Join me for a podcast episode. I'm always looking for people to interview and chat with. Leave feedback in the comments. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and of course, buy the book. There's always going to be a plug for my book, which is called You Don't Have to Do That. I think it's very valuable and can set some people free from some religious traps that they might have fallen into. Hey, thank you so much for reading Closer Than You Think or listening to this. Have a great day.